This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Howard's Blend, a plant-based protein powder with 20, you heard me right, 20 grams of protein per serving to help aid in recovery from a strenuous workout, a tough day at work, and an even tougher day with your significant other. The protein powder is available right now on my website, www.howardsblend.com, H-O-W-A-R-D-S. B-L-E-N-D dot com, just like the podcast. The two sizes we currently have available are the 30-gram sample serving size and the big dog, the one-pound 15-serving bag. So if you're looking for a new plant-based protein powder to try, head on over to the website right now, howardsblend.com, and pick you up some. I'll be forever grateful. Thank you very much. In this episode of Howard's Blend, John Doe is in, let's say, Colorado or whatever. And let's say the print-on-demand company did not have a Nexus in Colorado. My understanding of how the Nexus works with this print-on-demand company is I would still get charged sales tax because in this case, it's a transaction between me and the print-on-demand company not the print-on-demand company and the person in Colorado. Well, oogly-doogly, folks. Welcome, welcome to the Batcave Studio. It is Sunday, July 4th, 2021. For those of you who listened to the previous episode on transparency, I recorded the intro and the outro to both episodes on the same day. So, happy independent, well, I guess now it's, I guess I should have said this in the last episode, happy belated Independence Day to all Americans all over the world. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I talked about it in the previous episode, that's why I jumped the line with uh, the episodes on my values, and talked about transparency in the previous episode, because in this episode, we're going to go over the pricing for an SMB Nutrition t-shirt. Why am I doing that? Well, the previous episode I talked about transparency, and for me the transparency with the business was being transparent, for lack of a better term. I guess open is another term I could use. Open with how the business is run. So part of that is pricing. I'm going to go through in this episode how much I pay whenever a t-shirt is ordered, how much you all pay as a customer, and then the revenue that I make from it. Now, revenue being, that's before taxes and everything, you know, off the income is paid. So it's not profit. It's not actually what I make at the end of the day. So this is going to be a little bit different. I actually did an Instagram TV on this, and I think I talked about it in one of my Instagram lives, but Originally, the plan was I was going to have this all on a whiteboard, and I actually wrote it out all on a whiteboard. I was going to record it to the GoPro, but after doing some test recordings, realized that even with the zoom all the way in, zoomed in as much as possible is another way to say it, I couldn't even read any of the numbers on the whiteboard, so it wouldn't make any sense. So this episode is the audio you're going to hear is recorded to an old laptop of mine, which is what I'm doing now. But I'm going to screen record a Word document 
or it's actually opened up in WordPad. I don't think I have Word on this computer or Office on this computer. It's a WordPad document where I have all the numbers written out, so it'll be clear for you to see anybody who watches this on social media, the clips it upload, or on YouTube where the full episode will be uploaded. So yep, sit back, relax, enjoy watching and hearing if you're watching it, or just hearing if you're listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. Well, okay, folks. Hopefully, if this uh, screen recording works out properly, you should be able to see my screen. Okay, so we have the SMB Nutrition T-shirt document here. It's just WordPad. I don't have Office on this laptop. We have three sections, my costs, customer costs, and then revenue. Hopefully, revenue shows up on the screen capture. I don't know how much of it it's capturing. All right, so my cost. So this is how much I am charged by the print-on-demand company whenever somebody orders a T-shirt. So print-on-demand, let's start with that. So basically, print-on-demand is drop shipping. It's a form of drop shipping. So there is no inventory of SMB Nutrition T-shirts. So we'll say we have John Doe. Use John Doe again. And in, in this episode, the transaction example I'm going to give, this fake transaction, the customer is in Texas and I'm in Texas. We'll just say that. Just for this, it would be different. Obviously, the numbers would be different if I'm in Texas and somebody's ordering it from Ohio, which I believe comes up at the end of the episode. We talk about that. We try to wrap it up. Uh, but print on demand, you know, if you have John Doe in Houston, he orders a T-shirt. Once he orders it from my website, since my website is integrated with the print-on-demand company, they are notified that John Doe orders a t-shirt. They, they being the print-on-demand company, bills me for the t-shirt, which we're going to go over in this My Cost section. John Doe pays me through my website, you know, so then that's how the transaction, so it's actually two different transactions. John Doe pays me. Then the print-on-demand company charges me for the website. And then the print-on-demand company prints it, and then they ship it directly to John Doe, thus drop shipping. I don't have uh, any inventory. All right, so my costs. So, and I guess I should, I didn't put it up here. I put it down here in the customer costs. This example is for the small to extra large t-shirt. So XXL. XXXL, it costs me more from the print on demand company, and thus I charge more to you all. So, for a small to extra large t shirt, the print on demand company charges me $7.95 for the t shirt. Shipping, it's a flat shipping rate in the United States, it's $3.99 per. So the subtotal there is $11.94. So whenever John Doe, you all, you order a t-shirt, a small to extra large SMB Nutrition t-shirt on my website, I am, or I guess say, the subtotal is $11.94 that I'm going to be charged. Now, the print-on-demand company that I use, and I think it's later on here in the notes, but I'll just say it now. I guess I'll change it. They have a nexus in Texas, 
which is a t-shirt available on the website. Although I think it's more expensive, I need to change that up. So your nexus is Texas. So the print-on-demand company has a nexus in the state of Texas. So they charge me sales tax whenever a shirt is ordered. Because in this instance, you know, if John Doe was in, let's say, Colorado or whatever, and let's say the print-on-demand company did not have a nexus in Colorado. My understanding of how the nexus works with this print-on-demand company is I would still get charged sales tax because in this case, it's a transaction between me and the print-on-demand company, not the print-on-demand company and the person in Colorado. The person in Colorado is a customer of mine, not a customer of the print-on-demand. They're just going to ship it to them. So I'm the customer in this case. So they still charge sales tax. So it's 0.985 cents. I round up to 99 cents. I say where I in Texas, where I am in Frisco, it's 8.25%. Round up to the third digit after the decimal point. For that, Texas has a 6.25% state sales tax. That's flat. Every county, district, whatever has to charge at least 6.25% sales tax. Now, every, again, every county, district, city, municipality, whatever, they can add an additional 2%, up to an additional 2% sales tax in addition to that 6.25%. I don't know any place in Texas that doesn't apply that extra 2%. I don't know if there is. I've never heard of it, or I've never seen it before whenever I've traveled through Texas. In Frisco, it is 8.25%, so they apply the additional 2%. Now, Texas, this is going to get into the sales tax episode. So Texas being an origin state for all those you who uh, listen to the or watched, I think I have it up on my YouTube channel, the sales tax episode, I talked about origin and destination-based states. Texas is an origin-based state. So taking out the print-on-demand company, if I sold, let's see, if, if I sold a Howard's Blend plant-based protein powder, if I sold a, a packet of that, gotta be careful, I'm hitting the cables here. If I sold a packet of that to John Doe in Houston, and let's just say for this example that Houston's sales tax was 6.25%. Just grins and giggles. I would charge John Doe 8.25% sales tax because I'm in Frisco. It's where the sale originates from, Frisco. So I don't know what the print-on-demand company, how their nexus is here. Do they have a warehouse here? Do they have a marketing team here? Do they have... You know, a, a what do you what's the term a uh, like a WeWork office here? I don't know, but that can make a nexus in a state. So I'm assuming that it's I put I, I'm in Frisco. It's eight point two five percent. I put where I am in Frisco. It's eight point two five percent. Oh, and sorry, I'm doing this with one hand. Where I am in Frisco, it's eight point two five percent. Well, it really doesn't matter where I am because it's an origin based state. So. You know, that would, uh, um, let's just say they're in Frisco as well. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter because, again, I don't know any place that doesn't charge less than 8.25% in Texas. If it's out there, let me know. 
Uh, and this is where I say round up to the third digit after the decimal point. I'll talk about that later. That has to deal with remitting the sales tax to the state of Texas. So 99 cents, uh, I just went ahead and round up to make it simpler. This is what the print-on-demand company charges me, but it's not their revenue, right? Like I said in the episode on sales tax, so I'll reference that a couple of times here. To me, the businesses act sort of like a, as a collection bureau for the states for sales tax. You know, they have to pay shipping as well. I'm sure it's less than $3.99, more than likely. You know, it's they're, they're probably paying a lot less than $7.95 to actually get the t-shirts. So they can make a profit off of it. You know, so they're making profit off this $11.94. The $0.99, cents, they don't get any of that, the print-on-demand. The print-on-demand company remits, remember that, that term, that verb, remit. It's basically sending the, the sales tax revenue to the state. They remit that 99 cents to the state of Texas, in this case, because it's Texas. So at the end of the day, when John Doe from Houston goes on the website and buys a t-shirt, I get charged $12.93. That's how much I pay. It gets charged to my business credit card. All right. Now we go to the customer costs. So for small to extra large, here I actually put it. <laughs> the cost of the shirt, how much I charge you guys and gals, is $15 for the shirt. All right. I didn't want to worry with $3.99. I just put $4 shipping. I just, like I said here, I think, I, yeah, I put it right here. I round up for shipping in the United States. So exactly what the print-on-demand company charges me, because they're charging me, and if I don't charge you all for shipping and handling, then I'm losing out $3.99, $4. Even though I don't ship it, the print-on-demand company ships it. I don't ship the shirts. I still have to charge it, or else I'm out $4. So the subtotal here, before taxes, oh my lord. <laughs> It's difficult with one hand, and this is an old laptop, so it's very non-responsive. $19 subtotal. So that's before taxes. All right, so $1.56.757. That's what the sales tax comes out to. Round up to $1.57. Now, here, interesting point here. I put this here because I wanted to go over it. I need to charge the customer sales tax. In this example, the customer buying the t-shirt also lives in Texas, which I explained earlier, in this case, Houston. So they are in my nexus. So if you, well, match sales tax again, remember the nexus. I just talked about it with the print-on-demand company. If you have, if you're storing inventory, if you have employees, if you have an office, like WeWork or whatever, you have an accountant that has a home office, could be different with with states because there's what 45 states plus a district of columbia they can all have different rules and pretty much they all do the definition of a nexus could could differ but in general uh, it's if you have employees warehouses etc all that can be defined as a nexus in the state 
So I'm in Texas, so it makes sense that Texas then is a nexus for me. My nexus is Texas. So in this example, the customer buying the t-shirt also lives in Texas. They live in Houston. So they're in my nexus. So then here, we go into the idea of a resale certificate. I mentioned this, I believe I mentioned this in the sales tax episode. All right. Resale cert. So I have a sales tax certificate or a sales tax permit from the state of Texas. Because I have that, I could also apply for a resale certificate. What does a resale certificate do? I present that to the print-on-demand company. Basically, what it tells the print-on-demand company is that I am, Howard, I am promising that if you do not charge me sales tax, if you don't charge me this 99 cent sales tax here, that I will remit this $1.57, whatever I charge the customer sales tax, you know, based off the 8.25%, that I will remit that to the state of Texas. You do not have to charge me sales tax. So in essence, I could increase, or I should say decrease, because it doesn't really increase my revenue, but well, I guess it does, but decreases my costs, my initial costs. It, yeah, this up here. I wouldn't have to pay this 99 cents, so I'm actually paying less for the t-shirt. So, yeah, I guess then I am increasing my revenue because I'm paying less per t-shirt. All right. Yeah, so uh, resale certificate. I wouldn't be charged sales tax under the my cost section, but still charge the customer. All right. So, again, resale certificate. They wouldn't charge me sales tax, but I would still charge the customer. You're basically, the name implies resale. I'm buying it from print-on-demand company, not for my use. I'm buying it to resale to somebody else. I'll get the sales tax. Because in this instance here, there's double taxation. It's being taxed once under my cost, then it's being taxed again when I sell it to the customer. So the state's getting double the revenue. They're not going to proactively change anything because they're getting more revenue than the state is. I have to be proactive on it and then submit the resale certificate to the print-on-demand company. Again, I brought this up in the uh, sales tax episode. I remember that. The print-on-demand company doesn't have to accept it. They could say, no, thank you for sending it in. We're still going to charge you sales tax. They don't have to accept it. It's strictly voluntary. But going back to the cost, so $20.57 is what the customer would pay for ordering a t-shirt at the end of the day. So you can see the difference here. $12.93, $20.57. Let's go down to the last section here. Revenue, there's a lot of stuff here. Revenue, 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 revenue. Transaction fees, oh, how I love transaction fees. The customer does not see these. So this happens what's called on the back end. So it's you don't see it when you go and order a t-shirt. This gets applied as the money comes in, the transaction takes place, hence transaction fees. So yeah, these are applied after the sale is final. So the website, my website or the website plan I have charges 3% of the total that the customer paid, $20.57. Right off the bat, I've seen it. You know, somebody ordered it. I just see when it goes into the, uh, what is it? PayPal, you know, account, boom, it, I see it right away that 3% is taken off the top from the website. So 62 cents, I round it up, 
right then and there, it's down to $19.95. I have not, we have not taken into account how much the t-shirt costs, all of that. No, this is just transaction fee. This is just basically the, uh, the web hosting company saying, all right, here, we're going to charge you 62 cents because we're providing you a platform for e-commerce. Which, hey, that's, that's business. That's how it's done. $19.95 now from the website transaction fee. Now, credit card processing, it's 2.9% plus 30 cents. I've seen it before on transactions where they don't charge the 30 cents, only the 2.9%. But I say, we're going to stick with what the processor says they charge. I've seen it where, they, like I said, I've seen transactions where they only apply the 2.9% and not the 30 cents not the additional uh, 30 cents. So we're just going to stick with the website says on there that, hey, we charge 2.9% plus 30 cents. So that's 88 cents. Pardon me, one second. <coughs> oh, my throat's getting dry there. 88 cents. So now we have $20.57. When it actually goes into the account, it's $19.07. So what's that's a dollar fifty right around there? Yeah, dollar fifty that has been taken out through transaction fees on this one sale. All right, so nineteen dollars and seven cents. So now we get sales tax. All right, I have to remit one dollar and fifty-seven cents from up here under the customer cost. Remember, just like with the print-on-demand company. They don't get that 99 cents. They have to remit that to the state of Texas. Well, this $1.57 that I charge to the customer for sales tax up here, go back up right there. There's the sales tax, $1.56.7, round up to the third digit, $1.57. That's not mine. That has to go to the state of Texas. That's taxes. Death and taxes, folks, death and taxes. So I have to remit this. So as I said in the sales tax episode, I'm at, I already said that earlier. So I have to remit that to the state of Texas. So that takes us down to $17.50 now. Still don't have my revenue yet. Still got expenses to pay. I have to subtract the cost of the shirt, $7.95, because that was applied to my business credit card. So that takes us down to $9.55. Reminds me of the Gilbert Godfrey. Let me see if I can find it again. Gilbert Godfrey. Hopefully, you people listening to this remember him. 55 cents. He always did that. 55 cents. That was his whole his comedy routine one time. It was talking about 55 cents. 55 cents. All right. $3.99 shipping. That's what the print-on-demand company charged me. I have to take that off of it because I have to pay that off on the business credit card. So $5.56. So close. I want to really. 55 cents again. So now we have the 99 cent sales taxes. Remember, the print-on-demand company charged me 99 cents. So I have to knock that off too. It's more off the revenue. Yeah, I already said that there. Now, again, if I this is where I, I got it wrong earlier when I said it really, really wouldn't affect the revenue. He's a mumbling here. This is where I got it wrong when earlier I said, oh, it really wouldn't affect the revenue. It would. 
because this would be the revenue. Oop, I want to do that. This $5.56 would be the revenue if I submitted a resale certificate and then they wouldn't charge me sales tax. But I have not to date. I plan on doing that because I really don't make that many transactions. So I haven't done it yet. It's not on the, on the uh, priority list to do, but it is on the list to do. It's not really that difficult. I've looked into it. And uh, I think all but nine states that, and I think part of that nine is District of Columbia. I think if I'm right, I'm trying to remember. I may have it down here on the list. Uh, they will actually accept, uh, it's the resale certificates can be applied to other states. So it's not like if I get it from Texas, I have to get one from Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Wyoming. There's, like I said, I think there's nine. I'll probably come up later that you have to actually go and get their own resale certificate, but it's reciprocated in, in most states that charge sales tax. So at the end of the day, in this fictitious example, $4.57 is the revenue. That's how much at the end of the day, when everything's done, that's how much I make on this fake transaction in revenue. Now, I still have in Texas every year, I think for me it's every year, there is a franchise tax. It's basically a tax for like the privilege to do business in Texas. So it's part of it too. I think you have, I think if you make under $500, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay. You just, you still have to file it, but you don't have to pay anything. There's also income tax. <coughs> Pardon me. You know, when I file income tax, I have to submit forms to the IRS for having a business as well. So yeah, right here, we're going to read this. This will change depending on the state where the customer is. The sale, the sales may be lower or higher depending on if I have a nexus in the state. So the example I, as I said earlier, where John Doe were in Colorado, the print-on-demand company would still charge me the 99, or I guess, yeah, the 99 cent sales tax because it's the transaction between me and the print on demand. It's staying in Texas, but yet I don't charge the customer sales taxes. I don't have a nexus in Colorado. So in that case, I'm losing out. I'm paying 99 cents more and I don't pass that on to the customer because I don't have a nexus in Colorado. Now, if I wanted to stop that, then I would have to sum submit a resale certificate for the state of Colorado. I don't remember if they're one of the state that reciprocates or accepts out-of-state resale certificates or not. I would submit that to the print-on-demand company. However, in order for me to get a resale certificate, I have to apply for a sales tax permit in Colorado, which means then I have to start charging customers sales tax. So <laughs> it's like you're, you're screwed either way. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Let's see. Yeah, it could be zero if I don't have a nexus. We already talked about that. However, I will still be charged sales tax due to the print-on-demand company having a nexus in Texas. I just talked about that. Uh, yeah, so I believe the print-on-demand company has a nexus in 38 out of the 45 states that charge sales tax. I believe 45 plus the District of Columbia, which is not a state. I know Congress has talked about that, but it's not a state. Um... Yeah, so it would be 46 total, I guess 46 places total, but 45 states.
So in this case, I pay sales tax, which cuts into the bottom line, but I don't charge the customer sales tax, as we talked about with the example of me in Texas and then John Doe in Colorado. I could submit a resale certificate from the states where I don't have a nexus, but then I need to start charging sales tax for all transactions in that state. I would need to get a sales tax certificate in that state in order to get a resale certificate. So then you're kind of hedging your bets. It's like, okay, well, then how many people are going to order something from a state where I don't have a nexus? And even if I don't apply to get a sales tax permit from the sales tax episode, you also have the economic nexus you have to worry about. Or even if I don't have any employees, I don't have a warehouse, I don't have a marketing agency, I haven't hired. I don't have like a freelancer in New Mexico, whatever it is. I still have to keep track of how much, how many items and how much money revenue wise I'm getting from each state. Uh, and when I say revenue, it is, I believe it's, I believe it's that. Yeah, I believe it would be like, in this case, like the $5.56, not all the website transaction fees and everything like that. That does not go into the calculating revenue. Could be wrong on that. That is my understanding. Oh, come on. Again, one-handed doing this, folks. Lots of skill going here. So, yeah, so it, it depends. Like, okay, well, then, well, geez, I can go and get a re – I can apply to get a sales tax permit from the state of Colorado in this case. So I can get a, a, a resale certificate and then use that with the print-on-demand company, but then I have to start charging every customer sales tax even though I don't have a nexus there. And then now every month or six months or a year, whatever's determined by the state of Colorado when I apply for a sales tax permit, I have to remit that sales tax. So it's another state I have to remit sales tax to. And so now it's like, okay, it's not really – costing me money i mean there are some states that charge for a sales tax permit texas is not one of them it's free to get but now i have to go through the rigmarole of remitting that to the state even if i don't have any sales i still have to submit zero i guess it would be an inconvenience depending on how often i have to remit it in the in the state of texas i have to remit it every month by the 20th of the month All right, the amounts would also change due to the transaction fees. Not only would the sales tax amount change different percentages for different states, localities, etc., but 3% and 2.9% of the final amounts, amounts would be different. Exactly. So if um, I think in Tennessee, the sales tax, it's the highest sales tax in Tennessee is like 9.25%. So I'm I have to charge the customer more in that case because it's higher sales tax than here in Texas, but then that would mean the 3% transaction fee and the 2.9% and then plus 30 cents, that would be higher as well. So like the amounts change. In the Colorado, since I'm not charging them sales tax, then the 3%, the 2.9% would be lower because I'm not charging them as much because there's no sales tax. So that changes. So right here at the end, we're going to go back up because I thought I had it in the notes, but I don't. And finally, I remembered something. Rounding up to the third digit, I wanted to go over this. So when I go, it's 
the comptroller, the state of Texas, the comptroller is where you remit the sales tax to. They do something called web file. It's kind of cool. They make it real simple to do it. When I log in there and then I put in that I had, you know, whatever, this is the amount of, uh, you have to put in like the total number of sales that you had. Let's say I put 20 and then the total, what the revenue is, you know, 50 bucks or something. I'm just making numbers up. And then it tells you like, it calculates, okay, this is how much, you know, tax you would have to have to remit for it. You know, the eight based on the, the locality of the sales and everything. What it says is when you remit it, you want to round up to the third digit. That's why I did it here because the state of Texas wants you to do that. So if I had, in this case, this, let's just use this. Well, let's just use this because it's actually the example. The customer, you know, subtotal, and then it's 1.567 is the sales tax. The state of Texas says, okay, remit to us 1.57, $1.57 sales tax. That's why I did it. I did it here just to kind of coincide with how I remit the sales tax to the state of Texas every month. Uh, that's pretty much it. That explains it. I mean, my goal, my goal originally was with the t-shirts is I wanted to reach about a 30% uh, margin. So profit margin, I, even I wanted to get a 30% margin in terms of how much revenue I make. So if I got this right, what is this? Uh, let me go back up here. Yeah, I charge $15 for the cost of the shirt. So it's $4.50 would be 30%. So in this example, I didn't mean to do that. In this example, geez Louise. In this example, I'm making $4.57 revenue. So it's right there. But again, it changes depending on the locality, everything like that. The amount of sales tax applied, and then that changes the, the transaction fees applied and everything. So that's it. Uh, again, and I don't know if I explained this because I'm recording this at a different time than I actually recorded the intro. The reason why I'm doing that is this is all part of the transparency. This is one of the values that I talked about in the previous episode going over the value of transparency. I want to show you this is how much you pay. This is how much I pay. This is the revenue that I make. And this revenue here, this $4.57, like I said, I still have to pay a franchise fee. I have to pay income tax, depending on how much the business makes. One second. <coughs> Sorry, folks, I haven't been drinking a lot of water today. But whatever's left over, that goes back to the business. This does not go into my pocket. Right. This is not going to me buying groceries, paying for rent, whatever it is. No, this all goes back in the business. That's why I have a separate business account. It all goes into that. It doesn't go into my pocket. It goes into the business to fund expanding the business, making products better. I said it before, the Howard's Blend plant-based protein powder, I like it. It's a great formula. It's a great product. But I can always make it better. There's always room for improvement. That's what this $4.57 goes into, making it better to give you guys and gals a better product, better t-shirts, new t-shirts, new designs, cool designs, whatever, new products, new flavors, etc. It all goes back into the business. The business is literally my second child.
Uh, and then part of this is just get in also for anybody who's looking to start a business, maybe has a business, maybe never even considered all the different fees. And they're like, oh, man, maybe I should go back and check. I never realized all these fees were being applied. Go and do your the legwork and figure out how much fees you're getting charged because that's taken out of your bottom line to keep the lights on. So I'll be doing this in the future for the Howard's Blend plant-based protein powder to show you how much I get charged by the manufacturer for it and then how much I charge you. And we'll go through the same thing. We'll break down taxes, all that fun stuff. So that's it, folks. Talk to you all later. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Howard's Blend. If you enjoyed the show, you find value in the content, I ask two things from you. One or the other, or both. One is to share the show. Share it with anybody you think would benefit from the show's content. Two, this is optional. First one's not optional. You must share it. No, just kidding. But two, only what you are able to afford on my website, www.howardsblend.com. There is a donation page. Only donate what you are able to donate. Where does the donations go? This is part of transparency. I'll probably make it an episode later, way down the road, but it goes into improving the podcast maybe there's a new software that helps the uh helps it sound better maybe the microphone goes out and then i can use some of that to go towards a new microphone maybe getting a new boom arm that actually stays up uh, as well as the uh, windscreen that keeps falling down maybe i need to get a new windscreen things like that to help improve the podcast also the supplements i'm always looking to expand the number of flavors improve the formula of Howard's Blend plant-based protein powder. It's a good formula now. I like it, but there's always room for improvement. Never satisfied. Always try to improve. Also expand the product line. Who knows, in the future, there may be a pre-workout. I've looked into that before. I'm not really on that now. I'm kind of running with the plant-based protein powder, but who knows? We may expand in the future, get more products and everything. All the donations go into that. It's not going into, I'm going to take it and spend on getting a new cell phone or something like that. No, don't go towards that. But those are two ways you can support the show if you wish. And I would be greatly appreciated if you did. If you have any questions, comments, cheers, jeers, my contact information as well as where you can find me in the show. Wait, as well as where you can find me on social media. I guess you can find me. I'm in the show. I'm on the show. But on social media, it's going to be in the description of the show. I think I said that right. Somebody uh, emailed me, and I don't remember the name offhand, said that the contact us link didn't work on my website. I tested it. It worked for me. I did it on several devices. It seemed to work for me, So, but I still thanked them. Thank you very much. I will look into it. Looked into it. I didn't see any problems. Things like that. There's an issue with the website. There's an issue ordering you know, everything. I am customer service. So that involves the podcast and the website as well. So hit me up if you have any problems, questions, cheers, cheers, etc. Well, that's it. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'm going to go buy another SMB Nutrition t-shirt. Adios. Adios.